Welcome to the Uncommon CEO Podcast, where we unpack the mindset, skills, and wisdom it takes to become an uncommon leader in a common world with your host, the Uncommon CEO himself, Andrew Smart. So back to another episode of the Uncommon CEO Podcast. I'm here with Andrew. Andrew, you were just talking about uh, the latest show you've been watching. Uh, if you remember in our in our last podcast, we talked about time and management, right? Mm-hmm. Matt, have you ever have you ever got into a show that that you can't stop watching? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it just kind of sucks you in. Mm-hmm. Many people, when Game of Thrones were out, or I remember the first time that uh, that I did this uh, was when Twenty Four came out. Oh, and that one, every episode links to the next. Yeah, yeah that's like, right. It's like it, they leave you on a cliffhanger yep. every mm-hmm. single time. And the funny part about that was that's back. I remember uh, with twenty four, it, it wasn't like today where things digital. I had the DVDs. Oh yeah, I so, had the Sopranos DVDs back then. You know, the so, yeah. Sopranos same way. Oh gosh, I mean, I, I think I can make it one more. Mm-hmm. You check the bedtime. And if and if and if you get into any type of show with your partner, you're both like looking at each other. Think we can do it? Just another half episode. Yeah. And so that happened when we were going through Game of Thrones because we didn't start Game of Thrones. They were about three Same seasons here. in. Yep. Yeah. Once the buzz finally caught up, I'm like, I guess I got to watch the <laughs> right, show. Right. Boy, we got sucked in. Well, yeah. Same, mm-hmm. same, same. So it, the, the, you know, looking at that, you know, that time management piece really led me over um, to thinking on a different topic. Mm-hmm. The, the, the difference between, okay, management is what we talked about in our time and ourselves and managing ourselves. And then I thought about the word ownership. Okay. Okay. I got into a show recently. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, I got sucked into a show that's now on Netflix. It's an older show. came out in 2011. Went eight seasons. So Oh, okay. Um, and it was a show, Suits. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's a it's it's a pretty good show. It's mm-hmm. it. I mean, it, it takes a really good show to kind of suck me in. Mm-hmm. And one of the main characters uh, we know is Meghan Markle, who is married to I've heard of her, Prince yeah. Harry. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she plays a good role in this show, but mm-hmm. the show centers around uh, you've got this really high-performing, kind of egotistic lawyer that works for this firm that represents high-level clients. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the firm are all Harvard grads. So it's a Harvard-based firm. You mm-hmm. can't even you can't even become part of it without being going to Harvard. The so that's one of the main characters. The other main character is this guy who is extremely intelligent and he has a amazing photographic memory. Mm-hmm. Well, he starts out the show as as a guy who is basically going around and taking the LSAT for people. Okay, so he. Yeah. You know, he'll go into and, and people pay him and he'll take, go take the test. Well, he gets into a little situation and ends up connecting with the other main character, the other main guy, who was the, the kind of the ego-driven lawyer. Mm-hmm. And, and so in this situation, he ends up basically coming to work for him, even though the guy hasn't graduated Harvard. Mm-hmm. But he's extremely smart. He's He's... He's he has passed the law. I mean, he's 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 passed the bar exam just for other people. Yeah, yeah but for himself too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so he did it for himself. It's so 
So he is legally a lawyer. He just mm-hmm. didn't go to Harvard. Well, I really, really liked getting into this show. But there was an episode of this show that kind of hit home for me. The, the episode starts out with a young lady getting in trouble. She worked, she worked for like this hedge fund company mm-hmm. uh, and did investments. And she got in trouble because she made an investment into – basically they had you know, a, a limit on what you can make investments. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she, every day they would give all their you know, different investors these sheets of, okay, here's, here's what we want you to play. Here's what we want to look at buying. And then you know, work that sheet. Well, she made an investment beyond the limit, mm-hmm. and basically it was almost kind of like an insider track deal. Sure. And so she ends up getting in legal trouble, and the company is, is firing her. She gets in legal trouble. But what all she did was what she was told. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like that. Okay, it looks like she just went on her own and, and, di- and did this. And so, so the main character who's representing the company uh he he's 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 working on making sure the company's good and the other guy who's the smart guy who passed the LSATs and cheated on the LSATs he kind of gets to liking this girl and believes her story that she didn't know what she was doing mm-hmm. comes to find in the end of the episode they figure out okay basically the CEO not the owner the CEO or the uh, you call him a director of ops maybe I don't the, the operational head mm-hmm. he uh, they realized that he suckered her in meaning like he tricked her and and gave her a wrong sheet to make these bids because he had insider trading oh okay and and if it worked great if it didn't he wouldn't take the fall she'd mm-hmm. take the fall so the main lawyer guy who represents the company is talking to the owner and this guy. And when he starts, you know, going into everything, he turns to the guy who did the stuff. And he said, "You're the reason this went down. You're the." And so, so the owner listens to it, and he tells Bill, whatever his name is, "You're fired." Mm-hmm. And and he goes, "Well, he can't do that." I'm like, yeah, I can. You're fired. And he gets out, and so the owner then, once the guy's gone, turns to to the the head lawyer, and he goes, "Man, I just I want you to know." I didn't know anything about this. And that guy turns back to the owner and go, you see, that's the problem. It's your job to know about it. Mm, mm-hmm. And I, I took that like, man, that was like a little bit of a gut punch to me. Sure. You know, as a reflective person who often talks about, Hey, Ownership. You got to take ownership. You got to take ownership of this project. You got to take, you know, ownership of this team. You got to do. I mean, I, I preach this stuff. I mean, I remember, well, last year I did a talk after reading the book Extreme Ownership. Mm-hmm. That that great leaders understand what it takes to take ownership. Well, I don't know what it was in watching that show, and when he turned to that owner, you know, saying, "Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't know," and he goes. It's your job to know. I thought, I reflected back and I thought, damn, how many times has situations come up in my life and especially in business and there are issues that happen and that weren't always, that weren't great and 
And I, I've gone back to, well, I wasn't informed. I didn't know. I can think of a good many. Same here. I can think of, I can think of some some bad players that I had in the business that 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 you know that if I reflect back while they did some bad stuff, um, really, I look back on myself and I'm like, golly, you know, maybe if I'd have asked a question or worked on somebody, I would have found that situation out. Yeah, it's the whole hindsight is twenty twenty type of thing, but hindsight is only dictated by the actions you took at the time. It is. Now, here's the thing that I've always said, and I and I and I believe this and live this. I don't make all the decisions in our organization. Sure. You know, that's that's not what I do. Okay. I don't I've you don't I don't I've never believed in micromanagement. I don't think micromanagement works. Nope. Okay. What I believe in is leadership. Okay. And leadership is ownership, mm-hmm. okay? And 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 owning things are, look, because I don't make all those decisions, I'm responsible for all those decisions. Yeah. And 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 many people don't get that. They 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 don't get that they they're they're responsible. There, there's a story also, and it's actually what led to this 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 uh this statement that he makes to the owner. The other guy who uh, was the guy who the smart guy that took the LSAT, he asked the main character um, kind of a similar story uh, that said, "Well, you know, why, why, why did you say that to him?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, let me tell you a story. When I was a when I was a kid, we had this bully, and this bully would go around, you know, picking on people, and he said, you know, I made a decision to stand up to this bully." Mm-hmm. And and after the fight and everything settled down, the father of the bully, you know, would later say, I had no idea my son was doing that. Mm-hmm. And I remember he said, it's your job to know. Think about that. Think about that in life. I mean, you're a father. I'm a father. It is our job to know mm-hmm. what our children are doing. Yeah. It is our job to know who they associate with. What they're reading, what they're watching. That's our job. Yeah, none of it should be a, much of a surprise. No. And if it is, it's a failure on us because mm-hmm. we're not owning our responsibility in it. Yep. I mean, if if Drew and Claire, you know, are are are, are doing something they shouldn't be doing and, and I don't know about it, it's my job to know about it. It's my job to find out about it. It's my job to question things. Mm-hmm. And leaders understand that. It is their job. If my job is to be ultimately responsible for everyone in this organization, then it is my job to ask questions. Yeah, and, and understand the varying levels and roles of leadership. I had a conversation with one of my teammates yesterday that struggled to understand why sometimes they may have input, but a different decision gets made at the end of the day, that it's the job of each level of leadership to have to own those decisions. And if those decisions don't always agree with either the information given or what other teammates' opinions are, they still have the onus of that ownership at the end of the day. And, you know, your job is to inform your leadership team of the what you feel is the best decision. And if they have the if they have the opportunity and need to make that decision, they have to own it. The higher you go in leadership, the more you got to own. Yeah, that's the truth. And 
And too many people don't understand that. Look, if you ask a lot of people, hey, would I like to be a CEO? Would I like to be this level executive? Would I be? Most people go, yeah. Very few people would say, no, I'd, I'd never want to do that. And the reason why a lot of people say that is because they think about, well, I got power and influence. I got money, you know, the, the prestige. They look at all the good. Mm-hmm. It can be lonely at the top, though. It is lonely at the top. I, you know, I remember studying, you know, John Maxwell at a young age, and he, he, he would say a statement like this. He goes, it, it is lonely at the top, but if you're an effective leader who takes ownership, it's not lonely because you're alone, because you're leading people and you're influencing people. What's lonely about it is, is you're responsible for decisions. Yeah. And you've got to. The buck stops yep. here. At the end of the day, the buck stops here. If I got to an answer to the bank, Matt, you can't go. I got to an answer to the bank. Why did we do well? Why did we not do well? What I mean, that, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't go and say, well, you know, so-and-so just didn't do their job. Or even worse, I don't know. No kidding. I mean, yeah. literally, ownership, okay, accountability. That, you know, I, I, I've recognized that more in my life, and I look at my life, and I see most of my biggest failures are right in that zone where I knew to do something, and I didn't do it. I mean, like, mm-hmm. for instance, I made a, you know, I, I've made a decision and taking ownership and managing myself more that every week I'm going to be down at the plant working with the team, doing walkthroughs, talking mm-hmm. about stuff that every week. I've not, noticed, yeah. Not every once in a while, every week. I mean, next week I'm out of town. I've made the decision. I do it every Wednesday mm-hmm. um, that, that I can't be there on Wednesday, but I'm going to be there on Monday. Yep. And so because – I have learned that's some of my failure. I know my presence matters. I know that, you know, that being able, because I know our industry and what we do so well, there's things I can walk in, see, ask questions, you know, you know, hear feedback, but also challenge and put expectations. Mm-hmm. I'll, a team you work with, last week I was in the plant. I know. You heard about that, didn't I you? I did hear about that. Yeah, but you know what? You know what I did yesterday? I was so damn proud of them. I know. They told me. I was. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, for our listener to understand, I mean, you know, Matt works with R&D, R&D teams down there. And so so I go into our R&D area, an area that, you know, that's important. And we bring customers in just like we do with the rest of the plant. And I'm like, man, I just don't like how this looks. And I talked to them there and I said, look, not everything that's wrong in here is, is something that's in your control. Mm-hmm. But there are things in your control. And I want you to look at it and I want you to, to say, am I taking ownership of this area? This is my area of influence. This is where I work every day. You know, it's, it's like it's like going home. You know, if you go home every day and it's a damn mess, you know, it means you're living in chaos. Oh, yeah. No, but you can't function in chaos. But I, we try to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I said, look, take pride here. You know, let's get some stainless steel cleaner over here. Let's 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 look at this cabinet. Let's let's organize that. Let's throw out some of that stuff. I mean, look, I'm a big proponent of throwing stuff out. I, you know, people. I mean, I think at a certain level, we all battle certain collectiveness. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, man, anytime that I take time to go and clean stuff out, man, I just feel better. Oh yeah, and when we clean the kids' room out, good gracious, it feels yeah. good to get rid of some. It's of that amazing junk. how quickly oh, you can gosh. collect stuff. Oh yeah, 
And so went in there yesterday because I had a meeting down there yesterday. Um, and man, went in there, man, it just, I felt proud. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the fridge you could about see yourself in. Yes. Yep. The stove. Yeah. It looked, I mean, I said it almost looks brand new. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the deal. I know they felt proud. Yeah, they told me. They, they recognized the importance of it. And, you know, we've said best is the standard. And that's where I, that's the phrase that resonated with them from that visit they told me today. Yeah, so. I was, I mean, it's a, it's probably, you know, often when you visit Weesom, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Weesom is our scientist. Our, I've never not gone in the lab where it's just like, pristine. Because I mean, he takes pride in it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he loves to show you around. Yeah, he he loves to talk to, but he takes pride and he takes ownership. And I, I just seen more and more in life when we make a decision to take ownership, what it does to ourselves and the people around us. Mm-hmm. And so, so I've just, you know, made a, you know, a commitment that look, I understand ownership. I've taught ownership. I've read about ownership. I value ownership, but it's a deep dive of looking at Am I being accountable and ownership through all areas of my life? And the answer to that is no. But here's the other side of that. I have the ability to change that. Yeah. Only you. Only me. And that goes back to, Andrew, how are you managing me? Okay. What we talked about before, managing. Managing has to go to owning. Mm-hmm. That's the level of responsibility. Because here's what I'm going to say this. In leadership... And this is by being uncommon leaders, an uncommon podcast, okay? Are we going to be, are we, are, are, are we going to manage this or are we going to lead it? Because there's a difference. If you're a manager or something, or if you're in management or something that says, you know, okay, most of the time managers, you see, managers often know a process, okay? Mm-hmm. They have a skill. They have, they have some area that they feel like this is my strength. But a manager is not a leader. A leader is someone who is responsible for others. Mm-hmm. And so a, a, a manager often doesn't want to let go of something. Yeah. A leader is trying to teach someone to take over something. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. there's a difference. And in that leader, as they take it over, and if they were a great manager in there, they're going to like, look, your job, and I'm going to teach you everything I know. I'm going to teach you how to do this. But is your job now to management you know, and lead this area that I was leading. That's the difference between a person who manages it, leads it, and owns it. Yeah. Somebody who is too protective of information is never going to excel because they're too scared to lose the footing of where they're at. But a true leader wants other people to take that ownership. And then you can a get true a leader team. understands my my job is to own those in my charge. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and to help them be effective of management of their areas. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, you have responsibilities, but ultimately you're in my charge. My job as a leader in ownership is to do those things for you. And then it's a downhill effect. Yeah, it's okay to delegate. I think people are scared to delegate and don't realize the importance of it because guilt, like we talked about before. But if you're not an effective delegator, you're not a you leader. Yeah, you can't accomplish big Dele- goals. Delegation is let me let me speak on delegation. I love to delegate. Sure. Love to delegate. You have to, or else you can't. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, but 
too many people in quote management slash leadership roles don't delegate because they don't trust people. Yep. That, that, that's the whole deal because he, here's what I know about myself. Matt, I make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Matt, I failed a lot. Well, if I have, then I have to automatically figure you have. Sure. But what we allow too often in people who don't, who can't delegate is because they don't trust and they, they don't have, they don't allow the freedom of those things. Mm-hmm. When the truth is, maybe if they did delegate, they that person you delegate to might do it better than you do. Yeah. But people who don't delegate, they think nobody can do it the way they can. That's the truth. It is. That is the exact truth. That, that nobody could do it as good as they can or the way they can. So here's, here's, here's the other thing about delegation. When you delegate and you're a person who... Likes to delegate, you do have this kind of expectation that they're, they're at least going to do it to the standards I want, or they're going to think about these things. And it doesn't always happen that way. No, that's the unfortunate part is you, when you delegate something out and it comes back where you had it in your head and it's not quite there, it's hard to connect that gap and say, why didn't they think about it the way I yeah. thought about it? That's hard to let go of, but you have to. It is, but a good owner takes ownership of that person and says, hey, I appreciate you taking these steps and these efforts, barring they put in the effort to do it. But tell me why, what, what made you make that decision? Mm-hmm. And then allow them to give feedback. And then, you know, then you're able to go and say, kind of here's where my mind was. And then find that path, because that's a teachable part. An owner is a teacher. Mm-hmm. Leadership, ownership, teaching, all these things. So where I'm leaving this on is, Matt, I know how critical it is to take ownership in all areas of life. And I know as a reflective person, I don't always do it. But what I'm working on is to be better at it. Going back to, you know, managing myself and saying, okay, these are the things I value. And if I can get that percentage up of those things I'm good at, Mm -hmm. which is leadership, if I can up my game of ownership, I'll be a more effective leader. Thanks for joining us today on the Uncommon CEO Podcast. Subscribe to our show wherever you get podcasts. We have video episodes on our YouTube channel and more Uncommon Wisdom on our social media. Find all our links and resources at UncommonCEOPodcast.com. For Andrew Smart and all of us here at the Uncommon CEO, stay uncommon.